The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to Eric's Family BBQ. BQ.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Never bad when somebody drops breakfast off, and this is a really good one, too. Ranch House Grill has come by once again and dumped off a ton of breakfast for us. Look at these mouths just chowing away, Brady and Brett both. We're going to talk now? <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's, All done, sir. I, I expected you were going to finish your plate. You're a clean, clean plater, Brady. And now you can go get more. As your reward, more food. Uh, I got an email. The funny thing is, as we were talking about that standard of beauty, I always get emails when I bring that up. Because my argument back to the standard of beauty argument is it didn't work. Like, your argument falls on deaf ears. We have a weight issue. And then it can't work both ways. Either you're trying too hard to be skinny and you developed all sorts of eating disorders, or you didn't fall for it and you got big. Because we have an uh, obesity epidemic. And you can't blame beautiful skinny pictures for that. So uh, I got a picture. Of- and you get, um, like you said, you, you know, um, on that same article about the Playboy, Hugh Hefner. Yeah, yeah. Someone, um, it was David Foster was complimentary of uh, complimenting his wife mm-hmm. about how good she looked after having the baby. Oh, people and they got mad a at him. And he gets objectified her. Yeah. She, she was in a bikini on a beach yeah. and looked great. And he's like, this is my wife. Maca, uh, 60 days, uh, Kate, or, uh, yeah, the, we call her uh, McPhee. Yeah. Yeah. Catherine McPhee. Yeah, we call her something else. Yeah. T. McPhee. That's why I was oh. hesitating. I just Tots McPhee, we'll yeah. say, but that's not accurate. But I just got – Megan just sent me a picture and said this is the uh, article. There's this thing called MeUndies. Do you, you know about that? MeUndies is pretty cool. This is an unsolicited endorsement of MeUndies. MeUndies is uh, this uh, – Frank Caliendo uh, and his wife, Michelle, and Megan stumbled into this at the exact same time. And it was something on the internet and they said, we'll send you a new pair of underwear. They're playful underwear once a month, his and hers, right? And they're kind of like minor – I have a pair on today. They're like this awesome – I don't wear underwear either, but I only do it with sweatpants because, A, if you pee, you can make trails, and, B, sometimes I flop around. You'll drag the place. You don't wanna, yeah, you don't want to start showing that off downstairs in the Mack Weldons, and I'm wearing the Macs. So if I'm in the Mack Weldons, I have to wear underpants because Kristen would faint <laughs> staring at my genitals the entire time we're trying to talk because the Mack Weldons accentuate. Uh, so anyway, especially from behind if I sit down and the, the bag shows. Uh, Got to keep the, keep packed in there. So MeUndies has new ads. Look at their new ads. This is to combat. Combat. This is what they're advertising. This is what, you know, these nice. fun pajamas. Look at the size of that model. Whoa. And now, not only that, here's the dude model. He's a monster too. Jeez. So if advertising, and, and so basically what it is, is if advertising was too thin and made people feel like that's the standard, 
is relaxing it to this unhealthy standard good? Because now people are like, oh, good. Oh, this is what it's like to be a model now. And it makes people un- – that's unhealthy as much as being too thin. They have to do that now I know. in a way and because right. majority of your audience I know, wants to know if they can fit into that. Uh, but is this brand. appealing to anyone as far as like, oh, okay, this, so this is how no, you'll look to, in it? So is what? it appealing to the mass? I, don't, I still don't think Nobody so. Nobody wants to look at that. No. People want to look. If I wanted to – it's not an advertisement to see somebody wandering out of a gas station in clothes. I don't look at it and go, man, that's a great – because you want it to be at its best. Again, I always go back to this argument with people that want to get mad about that. They would never show the new Jaguar F-Type with a missing hubcap, the R's off the back of the Jaguar, the interior's ripped a little bit, uh, there's water bottles in it, it's dirty, there's a crack in the windshield, and go, buy the Jag today. But that's how most of them look. I want to keep the magic going. If there's a good-looking model looking at that and like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get that shirt. Of course. Because then that's how I feel like I look it's in that shirt. It's best foot forward. Jag cleans the car up and gives you the best it can possibly look as its sales pitch. They don't give you what it's going to look like when you drive it in the rain. They don't give you what it looks like with dings in the door. They don't give it, it, And that's what cars normally look like. So advertising is all about this is our product and this is the best it can look. That's the whole yeah, point. Yeah, you show me that picture of the MeUndies of those two. Oh, I'm like, like oh, that's what I'd look like in that? Yeah, I exactly. Pigs no, I'm signing this. out. Yeah. Exactly. And so I always say that. And then I get this email that says, uh, this is perfect. And that, that beauty of standard argument falls flat with me. Dead flat. Yes, I understand there's societal pressure. But that's up to you to grasp or let go of. I mean, I feel it. My pores are too big. Cindy Crawford's helping me with that. <laughs> I got a product to fix it. It's not going to stop me from being alive, and I'm not going to go in the news to say, we've got to support big, poor people. I have big pores. They're weird. Uh, this guy says, thank you, John, for finally standing up for us men who are under five feet, six inches tall. Man, do I hate when women complain about societal pressures. Barbie did this to me. You have no idea what pressure is, lady, until you're cursed with being a five foot, four inch man, fully grown. <laughs> you can't fix it. At least you can lose weight. Get a nose job, fix your hair. I will always be five foot four. And if I put on big shoes, people make fun of that. So you know what I did with my little body? I recognized what I had. I did my best to make it valuable. I didn't wreck it by making it worse and then bitching that everybody's taller than me. What was I going to do? Do these people realize how offensive this beauty standard argument is to somebody in a wheelchair or somebody like me, worse than a wheelchair? Five feet, five inches, 144 pounds, fully grown. You're a bunch of jerks. Scott. See, little people get angry about everything. But he's right. Yeah. What about societal pressures you can't fix? Like bulimia can't fix it. Losing weight can't. You're just cursed with this. Like my head. I can't fix this thing. It's horrible. But the best thing I can do is not make it worse and, and then complain. I was under too much pressure to have it perfect, so I ruined it. I look around this the whole place. I'm not seeing a lot of societal pressures Barbie put on you guys. I'm feeling like you wrecked yourself and then look at Barbie and go, bitch. I think it's your fault first. Then you get mad that you can't be what you wish you were. And then you start yelling. But I look at these model pictures and I'm like, if this becomes the standard, which it kind of has, uh, congratulations, uh, healthcare industry. You just got a whole boatload new group of people on high blood pressure meds for the rest of their lives you got customers for life the real advertisement here isn't for me undies 
It's for your doctor saying, ah, I can keep this guy on pills forever. Your insurance company, your medical professionals, they're the ones that are going to win if everybody's like, hey, get gigantic. It's a terrible standard to set. Bring the models back and just say available in plus sizes. Right. And also, you can't say plus sizes, though, now, because then that's that's insinuating a fat ass. That's exactly right. (laughs) I mean, it's true. Well, that dialable in all but sizes. But no one yes. knows that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No yeah. one knows that you when say, you're ordering it. Yeah, but you don't say plus size. Yeah, He's because right. especially with Husky, the diet, diet pop we were talking about earlier. We can't, can't say, say diet. diet Coke anymore. They're going to change that out. So he's right. You would have to say available in all sizes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Available for everyone. And you're right, Brady. Brady said it first. Bring back the models that show off your product as its best case scenario and the weak-minded people that have to go throw up their meals that they shouldn't be eating in order to just keep up can stay that way i'm not saying all bulimics are weak-minded but if that's your excuse and you're 200 pounds overweight and you're like i can't keep up with societal pressures i can't either that's why i just had a big old plate of hash browns i'm not mm-hmm. complaining i did that that's my fault but that's not it and the reason i'm bitching about it is that's not a healthy standard on the other end show people who are really out of shape and in terrible condition and then say this is and they call it healthy this is a healthy person. This is what it's like. like. They get mad at skinny women on on Instagram. Like you said, Catherine McPhee goes on there. Her husband posts a picture and says, amazing. Well, she, of course she's eight hours a day working out, cause, and you objectify her. You're a pig. It's like, I think my wife's attractive, and you're mad about that. And if I don't think she's attractive, you're gonna be, you cannot win. If you say your pretty wife is attractive, ugly people get mad. And for David That's Foster, are yeah. guys climbing on him? How dare you flaunt 75-year-old dad having babies still? No, I congratulate him. That's societal pressure. Yeah. Come on. I David Foster's on his fifth marriage. He, he talked a girl that good-looking into marrying him after he's failed like five times. That's amazing. Applaud that. Mm-hmm. And knocked her up. He only has to raise that kid for like seven years if he's doing anything at all. That was her idea. Good for good for all of you. And Catherine, you look great. Anyone, again... There's no show called Biggest Gainer. There's nothing about a television show where somebody comes on and goes, so how was your year? I put on 50 pounds, and the audience just goes, oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. They gained 50 pounds. No, but you go on TV and you say, hey, I lost 60 pounds this year. Uh, I'm feeling great. People go nuts. They're like, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. Because there's work involved. There's no work involved in becoming huge and then bitching about how everybody else should be like you or else. Come on. Straighten it up. I want to see, like Jeep. They would have a great advertisement to say, here's what they – if the Jeep dealership uh, you know, in the showroom had a filthy Jeep with chunks out of the tires and dings from the rocks, you'd be like, this is great. But it's a discount, right? I'm not getting this. I want, like if I'm buying a car, I want it to be pristine, perfect, beautiful because that's the only day it's going to look like that. You try to keep it up after you buy a car for the first few weeks and then – I admire people that can make their cars. You, Brady's good at that. Brady makes his car – Showroom clean pretty much all the time. Mine's a pigsty. There's still an old battery in my Jeep. You know when I still? It. Yeah, I didn't. I don't go over there and drop that off of that old lady. I looked by people in the car Saturday night. I had five people in that Jeep. The Stebbings family all piled in there, and I'm like, you gotta move the battery. Work just around move the, the battery. Work the battery. And just then, use it as an ottoman yeah. to stretch out. Yeah, well, I, the little one, uh, the, their youngest, put her feet up on it. I'm like that's good. It's a footstool. Ottoman. <laughs> it's perfect. It's not functioning. It's dead. So it's not like I got it plugged in. I just don't feel like going over to the auto zone and throwing it at that old lady. I feel like I've I feel like I've waited too long and the nerve on me to go wandering in there going, Remember me from July? Here. <laughs> Give me eight bucks. <laughs> I'm giving you no money for this. I got a three or four of them in my garage. I'm taking this back. 
They give you like $8 or something to give the batteries back? I think so, yeah, but just drop it off. I'll just throw it in the recycling bin. Let it be the city's problem. Oh, <laughs> See, one of All the hippies are going to really I freak know, out. Know, that's a great societal pressure makes it so I don't feel like going back and facing that lady. I'm just going to throw it away and ignore it. I'm going to put it in the hot, hot sun, and then I'm going to throw it in the gar- garage. It's terrible. Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. So sorry about that. To five foot five inch men, I understand your argument. These women that get mad about societal pressures, you can't go throw up your five foot five inches. You can't do anything to fix that. You have to just live with it. And societal pressure for a five foot five inch man, you're a hundred percent right. You can't do a thing about it. So the best thing you can do is make the most of it, which isn't much, little fella. You're gonna have a tough go. You're probably gonna be angry most of your life. I would be too. You can buy two or three inches with the soles of the shoes. Brady, if I was forty nine and a half years old like I am right now and the size of an eighth grader, I'd be pretty pissed off too. But I'd make it good. <laughs> Jerry says, let's just call it what it is. Let's be realistic. You've got beautiful woman sizes available and manatee sizes available. Let's just say it and let's let's shame them out of it. <laughs> says, I was at the Home and Garden show on Saturday and uh, went outside to waited for my wife outside the restroom and two overweight middle-aged women bitching about how their husbands can lose five pounds just thinking about it. They blame it on a thyroid right in front of me. It's my thyroid, both of them. Instead of taking responsibility for that hand-to-mouth habit they've got going on. Yeah, it's a Big Mac, not a thyroid. <laughs> That's your problem. <laughs> That's it. I love a Big Mac. But I, right. know, I know i got to work it off. Yeah. And I'm not going to look at Cindy Crawford's uh, meaningful beauty commercials while I'm pounding a Big Mac and get mad at her. It's my fault. Some of us can't help it. It's a condition. Mm-hmm. I know, the condition is uh, your foot on the brake going, I'll have the uh, number three, large. Slow down. I've been a fat guy before. I know what it's like. Sorry, Brady. I know what it's like. <laughs> you don't feel any pressures, I don't think. Like to be beautiful. No, other than my, my my uh, limit might be a little higher. You know, the oh, pressures sure. for me. You but I have my limits. Yeah. But you made the most I'm of like it by developing a, a personality and being a nice guy. Like, hey, you know, what are you going to do? Want to get something to eat? People want to eat with you. You turned lemons into you. You are the lemonade. Ah, eh, you know. Sharing a little bit of a weight problem. But I'm not out there uh, You're not mad selling at it either people. side of it. Yeah. You're not mad at people who are like in shape. Like you, if you feel like you've hit your limit, well, here's Get you out know, of something it. you can do. Or right. or shut up. Don't blame some guy with abs because you don't have them. I'm not mad at that guy. I know it took work to do it. That's exactly right. I'm not mad at the guy with the Jag F type. I just know well, you should, goddamn it, kind of work to yeah, get it. I exactly. love that car; it's beautiful. That price tag is just ridiculous. Seems seems out of this world for a two seat car, <laughs> but you know what are you going to do? I'll still look at it. Then, Where am I going to put the battery when it's dead? I, there's no back seat. <laughs> I got trunk. I had to, I had to work it. getting this body. Yeah, I mean, it took a lot of work. Not really. Still does. It's pretty easy to do. It's pretty easy to do, but. Good for you. But you can never fix your height. No, and it only goes uh, down. Yeah, you're going to start older. shrinking. It's going to get worse. You got to embrace that. Nobody ages well. Uh, anyway, so me undies, I'm wearing them right now. I hope I don't turn into what their ads say I'm going to look Does like. Does Megan have the matching ones on today? I doubt it. I don't think we ever. We don't lay them out like that. Oh. 
I don't think. Is it a couple bonding thing? Is that no. the deal? They're very comfortable. It's just like his and hers. They just it, send them to you. Yeah. And then you stuff them in your drawer. And I use them when I wear my Mac Weldons. I don't ask, which ones today? The unicorns? That's the design, man. <laughs> yeah, it's for weirdos. I don't have to do everything the ad says, or I'd be 400 pounds. <laughs> Uh, it's eight twenty-seven. Let's play the uh, let's play the um, post-it game today. All right. Let's post some music today. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, it's eight twenty-seven. We're going to play the post-it game. We'll explain that to you in just moments. And I do believe we have Bellator tickets and maybe some Tool tickets. Do we have those in the box uh, yet? No. No. Okay, we so do have the yeah. we'll Bellator tickets to give you. Ryan Bader's going to fight again for a championship coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, we'll give you tickets to that if you can post it. It's ninety-eight. 98. Oh my gosh! 98. Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.